It's time for the Westwood Patriots football pregame show on ESPN-UP. Here's Tanner Hoops. Welcome to Westwood High School Football on ESPN-UP. Online with our app, Tanner Hoops, alongside Dave Bowes with you for the play-by-play. Thomas Dunstan is our in-studio producer and engineer. Week three of the high school football season in the great state of Michigan, and the Patriots return home with a 1-1 one one record to take on 2-0 Calumet. I tell you what, Dave, this is somewhat of a new opponent for Westwood. They've only played them twice in school history. Both meetings came last year, and both were barn burners. Westwood went up there in week three, bowling 14-12. That game would cost us a conference championship. Then, seven weeks later, we went up there for the first round of the MHSA playoffs and got beat 6 to nothing. That would end our season. So a couple of costly losses against these guys last year. They come to Westwood for the first time ever. I'll tell you what, it was dark, ominous, Friday the 13th-esque early, but the sun's starting to come out. I think we're going to have a good night of football. Yeah, I mean, you know, certainly a coach that we've not played very much, or a team we've not played very much, but we had scrimmage in for many, many years. We are very familiar with Coach Groves and how he does business up there. And uh, what we have in Calumet, year to year, yeah, I tell you what, they're always a perennial power. We did scrimmage them again this year up at their place on the brand-new turf field. Each coach kept their playbook pretty close to the belt, but each coach should expect to see somewhat of a mirror image on the other side. They're both Ishpeming guys. They both come from that Jeff Olson coaching tree, and it's going to be just who can execute it better. Yeah, we'll see, who, uh, we'll see who's able to... Uh... To make it go tonight, <clears throat> line play is going to be crucial tonight. And, uh, you know, kind of met not a real uh, big team, you know, not unlike the Patriots. Not a real big team, of course, bigger than we are, but uh, a lot of speed and uh, a lot of good fundamentals on that, on that team. So uh, they're a formidable opponent. I tell you what, Westwood with a tough game last week, falling 42-22 at Iron Mountain on Friday. We trailed by only six early in the third quarter, scored two plays into the second half, but it was all Mountaineers after that as they coast to the 20-point victory. Westwood totaled 320 yards on Friday, but unlike the Houghton game, Dave, we didn't do it with a balanced attack. 300 yards even on the ground, only 20 through the air. Coach Sergio said after the game, we just didn't trust our passing game that night. They're going to have to tonight. It's going to have to be better than it was last week. Yeah, they're going to have to trust the pass game tonight and uh, be versatile uh, and show a lot of different looks at this Calumet defense. And on the other side of it, we're going to have to defend the pass. Yeah, Westwood comes into this game with 362 yards of offense per contest, 291 rushing yards a game, 71 passing. The Patriots are allowing 280 per game. I tell you what, tell you about Calumet. They started the season with a 47-7 drubbing over Gogibic. Then they topped Nagani 30-6 last week, a couple of blowout wins to start the year. They have made the playoffs five consecutive years. They come in tonight on a 14-game winning streak in regular season games. They are the defending Westpac Copper Division champions. And so far, Dave, not a lot of holes to poke in this Copper Kings team. They're giving us every reason to think they're going to contend for the conference again. No, I think that's uh, that's exactly it. I think you're looking at one of the top teams in the conference right here, the top teams in the UP. And uh, we're going to come down here, and uh, we're going to have a tough, we're going to have our hands full tonight. The reigning Division Three Upper Peninsula Team of the Year. 
They have built a spectacular program up there in Calumet. In fact, since 2004, they missed the playoffs just once. And now they complement it by upgrading their facilities up there. Brand new turf field, new stadium to go with it. Our JV was up there last night. And you got to see that firsthand, day. But, I mean, they really put a lot of work into that stadium already. A successful program, and now they're only bolstering interest. Yeah, we, you know, we had a chance last night to go for the JV game at halftime. I, I would say no less than 100 little guys ran out on that field at halftime and ran around and played a little smuck and threw the ball around. And uh, you can see that Coach Groves uh, really has uh, those folks in a football mindset when it comes to the fall season. There are three teams that tied the Westpac Copper standings at 2-0, Calumet, Iron Mountain, and then Hancock. Westwood and Lance are each 1-1. One one. Nagani, Houghton, and Gogibic are 0-2. Other games in the Westpac this evening. Nagani is visiting Hancock, 0-2 at 2-0. Lakeland and Hubble is visiting Gwynn. The model towners looking for their first win. Manistique coming off a 20-point win against Gwynn on Friday. Visits West Iron County tonight. Ishpeming is at Norway. Gogibic visiting Lance. And Iron Mountain is at Houghton. Munising travels to Bark River Harris tomorrow. Next up... It will be the conference crossover games throughout the entire Westpac. Westwood will stay in town, but will be on the road taking on arch-rival Ishpeming. Meanwhile, Calumet welcomes West Iron County. So it's rivalry week in the Westpac, and it's going to be some fun ones coming up. i tell you what else we have coming up. We've got interviews with both head coaches, Scott Sergel of Westwood and John Crows of Calumet. All that and more coming up as our pregame rolls on on ESPN-UP. Hi, honey, I'm home. What's new? Household delivered our new washer and dryer today. Oh, that was fast. Any problems? None at all. The guys arrived on time, hooked up the water, and hauled away the old ones. Have a look. Hi. Uh, hi. Uh, sweetie, what are these guys doing in our laundry room? They're the household guys. Okay, I can see that. But why are they standing against the wall? <laughs> why, they're standing behind their products, silly. Would you boys like some more coffee? Household appliance and art band furniture, locally owned, U.S. 41 West, Marquette. This is Justin Farley from the Bjorkenzalki Funeral Home. Being a former athlete, I always enjoy the support that has been shown throughout the local community for our local teams. Those positive cheers and endless support is a constant reminder to the athletes that their hard work does not go unnoticed. I'd like to say thank you to all of the athletes for working hard in the classroom, at practice, and in the field of play. The Bjorkenzalki Funeral Home supports and appreciates all of your efforts. Bjorkenzalki Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials. Have you ever just completely lost yourself out on the open road? Just you and your favorite station, as loud as it can go. Every window down, one arm on the wheel, and a passing lane ahead that times out perfectly with a semi-truck that just pulled onto the highway, setting you up for a seamless pass. There's a lot to love about driving across the open road on a perfect day, especially when you're cruising in the all-new 2019 Subaru Impreza from Fox Marquette. Featuring a 152-horsepower direct-injected engine, symmetrical all-wheel drive, and Wi-Fi connectivity, this Subaru was made for the love of the road. So grab a friend or two, crank up your favorite song, and take a drive while the UP weather is in its prime. Because there's a lot to experience in the UP this time of year, and getting there should be half of the fun. Fox Marquette. Experience the difference. This is ESPN-UP Sports Director Tanner Hoops. Every week we take you behind the scenes and help you get to know a Westwood Patriot off the field. Eric Anderson, senior running back. My favorite athlete is Aaron Rodgers. My go-to game day meal is a sub from Subway. My favorite emoji is the laughing emoji. 
my goofiest teammate is Jackson Goodwin by far. My favorite restaurant is McDonald's. I'm Eric Anderson, and you're listening to Patriot Football on ESPN UP. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN UP. Reagan continues on ESPN UP. Speak with Westwood head coach Scott Sergio before his team takes on Calumet. Coach, tell me what your expectations are for the guys tonight. What do you challenge them to do? Uh, you know, we got to eliminate some mistakes. We got to eliminate the big play that we had last week. You know, you talk about uh, uh, run up the middle that we weren't reading our keys and, you know, a couple of pass plays and things like that. And uh, you're going to get that sometimes, um, you know, so called young team or green team. But uh, we got, we're not green or young anymore. We got two games under our belt and we're all playing varsity football and it's, it's time to man up. So it's, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Coach, tell me something that you've liked about your team, some positives you want to build on through the first couple weeks. No, I'll be honest. I, I, I thought we've ran the ball well. Um, we, have a, we have great kids. We really do. They're, they're, they're great kids. And it's not necessarily like they're undisciplined kids, but, you know, when it comes to eye discipline is what we call it, reading their keys and then reacting to it, we're a little bit undisciplined. Uh, a little bit undisciplined when we, um, you know, uh, on the line of scrimmage, you know, a couple of holding calls, false starts, different things like that. We, man, we got to eliminate the penalties. Tell me about Calumet. What do they look like? Uh, typical, uh, well coached John Crow's Calumet football team. Uh, they're going to come out, they're going to smack you in the mouth, and uh, better be ready for it. They're going to run uh, the option, they're going to try passing. You know, they got they got a great, great quarterback, they got a slew of really fast tailbacks. They got a really big fullback, and they got a good line. They come off the ball well. Scott Sergio, head football coach at Westwood. Appreciate the time, Scott. Best of luck. All right, thanks a lot. Let's take a time out. More pregame after this. Take a look inside the world's primary nickel mine. There are only a few free tours left of the Eagle Mine and Humboldt Mill this season. Tours go through the end of September. Eagle Mine offers two different tours, a driving and walking surface tour of the mine site and a walking tour of the Humboldt Mill. Registration for each tour is required. Book your free tour online at eaglemine.com slash tours. The tours are free and they're open to people age 13 and up. Attendees under the age of 18 must be accompanied by an adult. Book your tour online, eaglemine.com slash tours. Your business is unlike any other. That's why at MBank, our business banking team works with you one-on-one to design personalized savings and lending solutions for your business's unique needs. We're here to help your business run efficiently today and build for an even stronger tomorrow. Set your business up for success with MBank. We're here to help you find the right solution. MBank, community-focused, client-driven. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color-matched finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Breaking continues on ESPN-UP, speaking with Calumet head coach John Crows before his team takes on Westwood. Coach, a new environment for your guys. Is that kind of an adjustment period coming somewhere you've never been before? 
I don't. I don't think so. We we we've always been travelers. We always got to go two hours every every away game. So that's nothing new for us. And um, you know, I, I just don't think we're gonna let a, let the uh, new field bother us because it's they're all the same. A couple of blowout wins for your guys to start the year. What have you liked about your squad in 2019? Well, I think we've done a good job maturing. Uh, we came into this season with not a whole lot of game experience, but some talented athletes. And uh, I, I would say right now that we got all the game experience we need, and we just uh, keep moving forward. Uh, lots of improvement each of the first two weeks, too. What are some areas that you want your team to improve on going forward? Well, I think, uh, you know, just uh, keep working on the 11 guys trying to accomplish the same goal every play. It's always tough in high school ball, and, you know, when we watch film, it's always one or two people, always just a little bit off. And so we're working hard on, on trying to be a well-oiled machine. Coach, two really good games with Westwood. You got the better of them both times last year. What do you know about them this season? Uh, well, you know, when you watch X's and O's, it's a, it's a lot of the same thing. Uh, different, Obviously, different athletes for both sides doing it. Um, and I expect pretty much the same type of game tonight that you saw last year. You know, and I've told many people that, two best football games in the UP last year were Calumet-Westwood games, so expect more of the same tonight. Coach, give me some keys to the game. What does your team need to do to take care of business? Uh, we always, you know, our number one key every week, no matter who we play, is just to execute with intensity and snap off the ball on both sides. And, uh, you know, and that's that's what we hang our hat on over and over again. But, uh, you know, it's also in a game like this, you got a little weather conditions, and so it's going to be about taking care, of the, taking care of the ball and just sustaining drives and field, keeping field position in your favor. Calvary Kings head coach John Crows on the ESPN UP pregame show. Appreciate the time as always, coach. Best of luck. All right, thank you. Let's take a time out. More pregame after this. Football season is an exciting time, and from first downs to touchdowns, it's all about teamwork. I'm E.J. Kostriva, Regional President of First Bank, and our teams in Marquette and Ishpeming are ready to assist you with your banking needs. From a commercial loan to a checking account to a mortgage product, we have a full lineup of products and services with all the conveniences to match. Yes, it's that time of the year. Football is in the air, and First Bank wants to be on your team. Stop in and let's chat. First Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. First-Bank.com. Here's what your friends and neighbors are saying about active physical therapy. This is Mike Kosky with Congress Pizzas. After being diagnosed with a herniated lower disc, I was given the option of either surgery or therapy. I chose active physical therapy because of Scotty Corkin. My experience with active physical therapy is extremely positive. Scott set me up with a program that I could do at home. After one month, I was back on my feet doing my daily activities. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. For more information visit stayactiveup.com super one foods in nagani and marquette are thrilled to welcome in week three of the high school football season with these deals black angus sirloin tip steaks a family pack for 3.99 a pound fry your bone-in chicken breast family pack 99 cents a pound Fresh farm-raised Atlantic salmon fillet, six ninety-six a pound. Smithfield boneless pork sirloin roast, a dollar sixty-six a pound. And buy one get one free five-pound bag of russet potatoes, no coupon needed. Prices are good through Saturday, September fourteenth, at your local Super One stores in Nagani and Marquette. Low prices, better choices, right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN UP. Welcome back to Westwood High School. Tanner hoops alongside Dave Bose, Thomas Dunstan, the crew for tonight. Glad that you're along as Westwood takes on Calumet 
week three of the Michigan high school football season. Let's go ahead and give you tonight's starters, and we'll begin with Westwood. Offensively, no change. Taylor Delangelo is the signal caller. His backfield consists of Eric Anderson and Travis Uren. Chad Pullman will be the wideout. The two tight ends, Garrett Mann and Ty Alderton. Up front, the tackles on the left side, Michael Buzino, Jackson Bidlin to the right. The guards are Spencer Harvela and Dan Ostala. Matt Pavo is the center. A new look defense for Westwood tonight, though. We've started the first two games of the year in a 4-4, but we switched to a 5-3 late in the Iron Mountain game. We are going to start that way tonight. A little bit of a shakeup defensively for the Patriots. And up front, the bookends are Jackson Bidlin and Michael Buzino. The tackles, interior guys, Ty Alderton and Matt Pavo. The nose guard is Luke Mariusel, six foot one, 170 pounds of him, making the move from inside linebacker to nose guard tonight. The three linebackers, Garrett Mann, will center Eric Anderson and Travis Uren. The two corners, Chad Pullman and Zach Carlson, makes the move from safety to corner. Start of the first two games in the back end of this season. And Taylor Delangelo will start at safety this evening. Those are the Westwood starters. Head coach Scott Sergio in his fifth year, 24-18 and 18 career record entering play tonight. He is assisted by Brad Wilgenin, Mitch Messing, Bobby Zolke, Seth Tackman, and Tyler LaJoy. Now the starting lineup for the Calumet Copper Kings. They run the same offensive formation as Westwood. Their quarterback this year by Scott Locus, first-year starter, fills in for his brother, an all-conference signal caller a year ago. He's listed at 5'10", 165 pounds a senior. His backfield includes Nick Jerf and Jaden Garieppi. Two guys you're going to hear a lot tonight. They run the ball well. Peter Larson is the wideout. The two tight ends are Gabe Capo and Trevor Tarola. Up front, tackles are Lenny Bjorn and Alex Studebaker, an all-conference performer at right tackle last year. The guards are Lucas Fowl and Chet Hirkus, and Doug Anderson will be the center. They are without Drew Bjorn, an all-conference center from a season ago. He's missed the first two games due to injury. On defense for Calumet, they run a 4-4. The bookends are Trevor Tarola and Eli McParlin. The interior tackles, Lenny Bjorn and Alex Studebaker. The four linebackers, Jaden Garieppi, Will Twardzik, Gabe Capo, and Andy Hellmanen. The corners are Dean Locus and Dryden Nelson. Nick Jerk is the safety. Head coach is John Crows. He is assisted by Mike Ogila, Troy Roeder, Josh Bronte, and Frank Bonacorsi. Those are tonight's starting lineups just a couple of minutes away from kickoff here on ESPN-UP. And once again, we're glad to have you along. And if you missed it earlier, just the third time ever these two schools will meet on the football field. The first two meetings last year, Calumet won a bolt by a combined 14 points. They make their first ever trip here tonight, Dave. And I tell you what, they are all that's advertised. They looked like they lost quite a bit from last year's team that went 10-1. and They did make the second round of the playoffs, and they did lose quite a bit from that team, but they reload well, and two games of the year they look like they haven't missed a beat. No, I, you know, I think it is. I think you said it best. I think it was a really uh, well-performing, uh, good-performing JV squad last year, and he has uh, he's taken some of those players and brought them up, and uh, while they haven't had a lot of field time, they certainly... When the, when the ball gets snapped, they certainly got the job done this year so far. Our next broadcast of Westwood Patriot Athletics will be a week from tonight. We'll be taking on the crosstown rival Ishpeming Hematites. It'll be a road game for Westwood. Don't have to leave town. 
But it will be rivalry night as we begin the conference crossover matchups. We're home again two weeks from tonight for homecoming when the Manistee Emeralds make the trip to Ishpeming. With that, let's take a time out for the playing of the National Anthem. We'll have kickoff next. You're listening to Patriot Football on ESPN. If you find yourself tuning into the Friday night football games and are in need for the perfect tee to support your favorite local team, look no further. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all the local high schools. The Hematites, Patriots, Miners, Model Towners, and Redmond can all find their logos represented. Under Armour and many other well-known brands are carried, and Wilderness Sports is more than happy to specially make anything with your favorite logo. You want stadium seats that feature your logo? You've got it. Go in to see the Hometown Touch as they help you find the perfect fit for you in all your pursuits of hunting, fishing, and game-time gear. Wilderness Sports, downtown Nishpeming. When glass breaks, and it's the kind of a break where your insurance company is going to pay for it, step back for a moment and call time out. You have the right to select Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales of Ishpeming, and why not? If it's glass, they can fix it. All work is guaranteed, and they will bill your insurance directly. The mobile team at Peninsula Glass will come to you and make repairs. Call for a free estimate and see how the crew can best serve you. They also do residential and heavy equipment repair. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, Marquette County's only locally owned and operated auto glass shop, right on US 41 in Ishpeming. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Clean Your Youth Program to ages 13 through 17. The Clean Your Youth Program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Now you can combine Big Boy's Big Goodness with Big Room in the new meeting room that can fit up to 50 people. Next time you need a space for your group and food to feed them, call on Big Boy Marquette. You pay for the food, the room is free to reserve. Take a peek at it the next time you're in. It's in the back by the buffet. There's a TV on the wall if you need and free Wi-Fi. Teams can eat meals there. Ladies have been spotted playing cards. What could you use it for? The brand new meeting room at Big Boy Marquette awaits you. Call 226-1062. Make sure you're following ESPN-UP on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with all things UP sports. Don't get left out of the conversation either. Let your voice be heard on anything from high school sports to college and the pros. You'll get access to up-to-the-minute news and opinion from the ESPN community. On the air, on the web, and on Facebook and Twitter. It's everything you need for sports. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Just underway here at Westwood High School, Michael Buzino's opening kick is returned by Dean Locus, and he's dropped just shy of the 30-yard line. That's where Calumet will take over first and 10 as they operate from left to right at roster radio dial. Tanner Hoops, Dave Bowes, Thomas Dunstan, the crew for tonight. Glad you're along for week three of the high school football season. It was dark, stormy, gloomy, a little bit of rain earlier. It has tapered off. It is a temperate, beautiful evening under the lights for high school football. Two-man backfield, two out wide for Calumet. Double tight end set, Locus under center. Hands off, Gary Eppie goes up the middle. And 
gets across the 30-yard line, dragged down near the 31. Jackson Bidlin in on the stop along with Garrett Mann. Westwood wearing the home Navy uniforms, matching pants, red numerals and piping, red helmet. Calumet, the traveling whites, royal blue numerals, a little bit of silver accents and the silver helmet. That's a gain of close to five on first down, second down and five coming up after the Gary Eppie run. High formation, and it's Gary Eppie again, right up the middle, has enough for the first down, drag down just shy of the 40. We knew he'd be calling his name a lot tonight, Dave. So far, that's been the case, and so far, he's been effective. Just underway. One minute gone by. Westwood taking on Calumet, week three of the high school football season. Ball spotted at the 39 of Calumet, first and 10. Two wide bolt to the far side. Dean Locust, the slot receiver. Brother Scott under center. Takes a snap, looking to option out. Locust still has it, cuts across the 40. He's dragged down for a gain of about three. And in on the stopper, Westwood along with Travis Durant. Gain of three, call it second and seven on the QB keeper by Locus. Westwood, Calumet, seeing almost mirror images of each other. They run the same style offense, but who can run it better? One out wide this time, that's Larson to the first side, Pullman out on him. Westwood showing a linebacker blitz. Tight end to Rolla, lines up right side of the field. We get a whistle and somebody jump before the play. And the indication is that it will be a full start on Calumet. And that makes a second and seven, a second and 12. No score, 10.04 to play, opening quarter, just underway. Lots of football around the UP tonight to keep an eye on. talking to Nagani head coach Paul Jacobson about this. Actually, he brought it up to me, Dave. The players may change at Calumet, but the names don't. There's always going to be guys like a Locust, like a Hellmanen. There's a lot of athletic families up that way. Two tight ends set, handoff Gary Eppie going up the middle, and he's stacked up immediately. Just got by the original line of scrimmage. That's the first time they've stopped him. Tackle made by Luke Mariuzza, the team's new nose guard, running that 5-3 defense. The third and nine, ball at the 40. Passing situation for Calumet, they have not tried to swing it yet. They come to the line with two out wide. Larson to the near side, Bowman's on him, Locus in the slot. High formation, Locus back to pass, rolling to his right, fires a dart of the middle, it's caught, and that's a first down at midfield. Peter Larson with a diving catch, Calumet moves the sticks. Nice pass, nice catch, just beyond the six. On the run, Locus threw across his body, and he found Larson. The ball spotted right at midfield, first and ten, Calumet moving the football in the opening series of the game. Defensively this time, two out wide of the play, I formation. 
Tight end to the right side is Capo this time. Fire screen pass complete. Locust dragged down at the line of scrimmage. Double screen is sniffed out immediately. That is the safety Delangelo. A little help from Pullman, the corner. So they gain nothing. Brings up second and ten. Ball at midfield. Locust to Locust. Clock rolling. Eight minute mark. Quarter number one. We are scoreless. Two wide of the far side. Larson near the sticks. Dean Locust in the slot. Capo the tight end right side. Hand off the take back and he's got a whole jerk for a first down and he's tripped up across the 40. Jerk with his first touch. He rips off a 13-yard gain and moves the sticks for the Copper Kings. Ball spotted at the 37-yard line. Calumet moving the ball with precision. 7.38. Order number one. Scoreless ball game, but the Copper Kings are on the move. Two wide in the play. One to each side. Locus far side. Larson split to the near half. Handoff. Gary Eppie, the fullback, up the middle across the 30 and finally dragged down near the sticks. Another long run for Calumet. And they do have enough to move the chains. Taylor Delangelo, the safety, made the tackle. Right now, Dave, not much of an answer for the Calumet running game. Even when we do get them in second long, third and long, they've shown that the passing game can be effective. Yeah, you got <laughs> That was our opportunity to get out the field right there. Was that third and long, and he made a great pass on the play. Coach Cross, this isn't very complicated. They're coming downhill. First and ten at the 27. Double tight end set. Two man backfield. Handoff the deep back jerk up the middle, and he stacked up and dragged down for what looks to be no game. That's what you need to see. Westwood with the game tackle. Travis Uren was the one who was the first one to meet him on the stop. Six and a half minute mark, quarter number one, scoreless football game. Second down nine. Westpac action. Two wide of the play. Locust to the far side. I formation. Scott Locust under center. Locust takes a snap, optioning to the right side, cuts it up the middle. He's dragged down for a short run. Run down near the 25. He's going to bring up a third down and eight. Here's a key again, Tanner. He's got to get off the field. They're flying to the football. Gang tackle led by Garrett Mann that time. But now you got him in third and long. Although this isn't necessarily a passing situation at the 25, this may be two down territory to pick up eight yards. Scoreless game early on, Westwood and Calumet. 5.41 to play opening quarter. Two wide on the play, a receiver each side. Tied into Rolla near side. High formation, Locust back to pass, looks right, fires that way, incomplete. Tried to find Larson, he was well covered by Chad Pullman. Pullman told me earlier this year his favorite NFL football player is Jalen Ramsey. He'd be proud of that play. Brings up fourth and eight at the 25. It is two down territory for the Copper Kings. 5 29 to play opening quarter. Fourth down and eight. Ball at the Westwood 25. Can the Patriots come up with a stop? 
two wide, both near side. Dean Locus, the slot receiver. I formation. Scott Locus, the pass. Rolling to his right, looks that way. Fires one for the end zone. Overthrow him. He looked for his brother, Dean, and the Copper King turn it over on down. He doesn't trail that out of bounds. He's got a shot at it, and he's right at the corner. He's right at the, right at the stick for the end zone. He had the receiver, uh, excuse me, he had the corner beat. But the throw was airmailed, and Westwood takes over at their own 25 with 524 to play in the first quarter. So we'll get a look at the Patriot offense for the first time tonight. Hear from some sponsors in a moment. Check on the out-of-town scoreboard when we get a shot. One out wide on first and ten. That's Pullman. Lines up to the far side. Dean Locus covering him. 4-4 defense from Calumet. I formation for Westwood. Handoff fumble. First play. Copper Kings have it. Tried to give it to the fullback here in. It bounced off his knee and it went right to the lap of Nick Jerf. And just like that, Westwood coughs up the football. First and ten, Copper Kings at the Westwood 29. That's demoralizing, Dave. You worked so hard, you did deep, get the stop, and all of a sudden you're back on defense. One wide on the play. That's Larson to the far side. Two tight end set to roll a near side. Cape to the far. And off. One jerk off the right tackle. And gets across the 25. And a push to five. Garrett Mann on the stop. Zach Carlson from his corner position as well. A gain of five for Jerf. And a second Five minute mark, quarter number one. Scoreless ball game, but Calumet threatening. Beautiful night for Michigan High School football here in the Upper Peninsula. Larson, the lone wide out to the far side. I formation, the deep back is Jerk. Tight into the right side to Roller. Handoff up the middle, Gary Eppie bounces off one tackler and he's going to be dragged down for a loss. He bounced off his own man trying to cut to the right side. Then he went to the backfield trying to look for more yards, reversing the field. And the Patriots swarm him, led by Matt Pavo. Tackle for a loss to bring up third down and six. 4-16 to play, quarter number one. Still scoreless, another third and long day, but again, it's two down territory. Scott Sergila doesn't like bringing pressure all that much, but this might be an opportunity for him. One out wide eye formation. Focus under center, fakes the handoff, keeps it, options left, has Jerk, Jerk hitting the corner, and he dragged down short of the line to gain. Eric Anderson slowed him up, and then Taylor Delangelo, the safety, finished him off. It's going to bring up fourth down in what looks to be about three. 3.36 to play, clock rolling, scores one game here in the first quarter. Can Westwood dig deep and get another stop? All spotted at the Patriot 23. It's tough yardage, too, because you could run or throw here. One wide to the far side, that's Dean Locus. Larson not out there on this play. I formation, the Patriots jump. I'm saying this might be on Calumet. 
Whitehead getting together with his colleagues. They want to talk it over to see who jumped first. Each side thinks the other did. Big call here on fourth and three, and it is a false start, but it's on Calumet. <coughs> Westwood saw somebody move the draw, or drew him off sides, I should say. That's big day because that turns a fourth and three into a fourth and eight. 3.09 to play, quarter number one. Copper Kings backed up to their own 29 yard, excuse me, to the Westwood 29 yard line. Too wide of the near side, Dean Locus in the slot, high formation. Scott Locus takes a snap, dropping back to the play action, hit, escapes and fires, he's got a man, it's caught, that's Dean Locus and he has enough for the first down, tackle made by Mason Mariuzza. What a great throw by Locus, he was being hit when he let that go Stood in there, took a hit, that stopper would be tackling, that's why you gotta tackle him, you can't just be content to make contact. Gotta get him to the ground. It's a gain of 18 on 4th and 8. Against Calumet, a new set of downs for the Westwood 11. The Copper Kings moving the football. 2.30 to play, quarter number one, scoreless football game. Double tight end set, I formation, Locus under center. Hands off, Jerf, cutting right side. He's stacked up and thrown backwards. Zach Carlson, the corner, coming up to make the initial hit. Helped down by a few teammates. And off the drive, Nelson. Travis Wren was in there as well. Stopped by the Patriots outside the 10-yard Two minute mark. Quarter number one, the scoreless ball game. A gain of two on that play. Brings up second and eight just inside the 10. Too wide to the far side of the field. Larson with Locus in the slot. The deep back on this play, Dryden Nelson. Tied in Tarola to the right side. Handoff, Nelson up the middle, stacked up for no game. Patriots continue to get red hats on the ball carrier. And that's something that they weren't doing well enough last week, Dave. Swarm into the football game. Back. Three and four kids in on the tackles here tonight. That certainly hasn't been an issue. Another third and long for Calumet. Third and eight. Ball just inside the ten. Clock rolling. A minute ten to go. Opening quarter. Scoreless football game. Too wide of the play. Locust far side. Near side, it's Larson. Coleman draws him. High formation on third and eight. Locust takes a snap. Bubble screen. Larson incomplete. Quickly covered by Coleman. They tried for a, I thought it was a screen. Maybe it was a slant. Larson was trying to cut in, and maybe that was miscommunicated. Maybe it was supposed to be a screen. I'll tell you, Locust can chuck it. He's throwing ropes. And it brings up another fourth down, fourth and eight at the Westwood 10. 51 seconds to play. Clock stops with the incompletion. Dryden Nelson enters the ball game in place of Nelson. Nobody's out wide in this play. Calumet in a goal line formation, fourth and eight. 
One man backfield. Blitz coming. Locust fires for the end zone and overthrew him. No option there. He tried to go to Nelson coming out of the backfield, and Westwood was all over him. Another fourth down stop for the Patriots. So with 46 seconds to play in the opening quarter, a scoreless football game, and Westwood is back on offense. They have run one offensive play so far, and it was fumbled away to Calumet. We survived. Have the football back. Nobody out wide of the play. High formation, Delangelo, under center. 4-4 front defensively for the Copper Kings. Man in motion. Delangelo on the hard count takes a snap and he pitches. It's the halfback trying to cut up field and turn out to the left side. He's dragged down near the 15. Game. Close Travis, to five on the first and ten. Travis, you rend the ball carry. 30 seconds to play. Quarter number one. Clock rolling. So likely be the final play of the quarter unless we have an incompletion or a penalty. Scott Sergilin is going to take his time. He does not have to run another play this quarter if he doesn't want to. This hand went up after it was below 10 already. So with that, the final seconds of the first quarter take away, and we have a scoreless game on our hands here at Westwood High School. Let's take a timeout. Second quarter after this on ESPN-UP. When glass breaks, and it's the kind of a break where your insurance company is going to pay for it, step back for a moment and call timeout. You have the right to select Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales of Ishpeming, and why not? If it's glass, they can fix it. All work is guaranteed, and they will bill your insurance directly. The mobile team at Peninsula Glass will come to you and make repairs. Call for a free estimate and see how the crew can best serve you. They also do residential and heavy equipment repair. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, Marquette County's only locally owned and operated auto glass shop, right on US 41 in Ishpeming. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Tanner Oops, Dave Bowes with you at Westwood High School. A scoreless game after one quarter. Patriots taking on the Calumet Copper Kings. As we take a look around the out-of-town scoreboard, lots of games around the Upper Peninsula this evening. Menominee leading Gladstone 7-0. That game still in the first quarter. But first, did you know that First Bank is offices in Ishpeming and Marquette, plus seven other locations in Upper Michigan? Find out more at first-bank.com, or better yet, stop in soon and meet the team. First Bank, proud to be part of our community where it's all about people. Make the right decision, choose Dave's Collision. Dave's Collision Center at 579 Washington Street in Ishpeming. Patriots on offense to start quarter number two, scoreless ball game. Sun starts to set, lights are on. Four-man front defensively for the Copper Kings. Delangelo, I formation. Pitch. Eric Anderson, the ball carrier, cuts up the middle, and he's dragged down near the marker. Gain of close to five. Studa Baker comes in to make the stop for Calumet, an all-conference performer at right tackle last year. Helped out by Lenny Bjorn. Third and inches coming up for Westwood. 
Iron Mountain had success with the Blitz with the pressure last week. I imagine Gallumet's seen that tape and they're thinking the same thing here. One out wide on the play, that's Luke Mariuzza to the near side, Dean Locus covering him. Double tight end set for Westwood, I formation, Delangelo under center, blitz comes, handoff up the middle, he's got the first down and then some, Anderson stopped just shy of the 30 yard line again. Generally, Anderson has started as the deep back, Yaren the fullback. Westwood switched things up a little bit since last week, and they have had those two switched. First down for the Patriots, first and ten at their own 29-yard line. One minute gone by, quarter number two, we're scoreless. And why not? Both games last year with the Kings were defensive <laughs> battles. High formation, one out wide. Back to pass, Delangelo, Blitz coming, steps up in the pocket, tries to run away from him, he's going to tuck it and run, and he's dragged down to 30 for a game of one. Busted play, he just had to do something there. Andy Hellman, the outside linebacker, made the stop for Calumet. Hellman had saved that play because Dell got back to that backside, and it was wide open over there except for Hellman, and he would have gone a long way. Second down and nine. Delangelo gets a play call from Scott Sergela. Fifth year is the Westwood head coach. 2017 Upper Peninsula Coach of the Year. Patriots taking on their crosstown rivals, the Ishpeming Hematites, next week. Home two weeks from the night for homecoming. One wide near side of the field. Double tight end set. Handoff up the middle. Anderson, the fullback, dives forward for about three. Brings up third down and close to six. Patriots 1-1 one one to start 2019, winning against Houghton here two weeks ago. Bowling at Iron Mountain last week, 42-22. Calumet has won 14 straight regular season games dating back to 2017, entering play tonight. Third and six for the Patriots, all spotted at their own 34. Nobody wide of the play, a wing back to the new side, that's Mariuzza. Pitch goes to Anderson, cutting up the middle. Anderson near the sticks in the second effort, gets him the first down. Bjorn makes the stop for Calumet. He's helped out by Peter Larson. Anderson running like a man possessed tonight. Has it up to move the sticks out to the 41-yard line. First and 10, Patriots. Good block on that wing position, but it's on that play of Spring Anderson. Nine-minute mark, half number one, game moving right along. Scoreless ball game. His drive start started at our 10-yard line. Dates back to the opening quarter. Double tight end set, Delangelo, handoff, Anderson up the middle, stacked up for a short game. Got about two. Tackle made by Studebaker. Second down and eight coming up for Westwood. Ball spotted at the 43. Number 20, Wills Dworczyk in the middle of that. 8-18 to play. Half number one, Westwood Calumet scoreless. 68, Alex They met in week three of last year's season. A 14-12 Calumet victory. And round one of the playoffs, 6-0. Calumet the winner there as well as Scott Sergela takes a timeout. 
Eight minutes even left to go. Quarter number two. Scoreless ball game between Westwood and Calumet. And the Bjorkins Oki Funeral Homes want to let you know they are supporting the athletes, cheerleaders, band, and fans. Play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. Ember's Credit Union is ready to serve you in Marquette, Nagani, Munising, and Trenary. Ember's Credit Union live it up. Super One Boots in Nagani and Marquette support the players in tonight's game. No prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Boots. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all local high schools. Get behind your team wearing hats, shoes, sweatshirts, hoodies, and more with the logos of your favorite school. Excellent class and auto knows there's some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on depreciation, so the the car is yours at a fair price. Peninsula Class and Auto looks for the kind of vehicle they can stand behind. And get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy at Marquette Nagani. Check them out at stayactiveup.com. And Roots, Dave Bowes, Thomas Dustin, the crew for tonight. Separate pleasant night for football compared to what we thought we were going to get about an hour before kickoff. Game is moving right along. Only 25 minutes ago, we kicked off. Out of the timeout, second and eight for Westwood. Man in motion, Mariutz of the wing back goes right to left. Hand off, Anderson cutting over to the right side. He's dragged down for a gain of one. Fails to meet the 45-yard line, brought down by Twardzik. It's third and seven. Passing situation here, Dan. Well, we've been in that type of situation for most of this drive. You know, we don't even have a wideout. You know, we're coming out of the wing, and they've just been blocking and trying to get the edge here. So, let's see what formation they can put. They come out like that. I'm going to say no. No. Third down and seven. Westwood with the ball at their own 44. Wingback Mariuzza in motion, right to left. High formation, Delangelo takes a snap. Pitch to the deep back here. Wren stacked up as he hit the 45-yard line, a gain of one. And it's more than six. Number 33, Andy Hellman. He ran right into the teeth of the defense there. Will this be a punting situation for Westwood? One unit does come on. Ball at the 45-yard line. Seven-minute mark here in half number one. Calumet with a couple men back to receive it. Jerf is there. Off with right and Nelson. Good snap, and the boot is away. Calling for the, no, he didn't call for the fair catch. It is Locus who has it. He's dragged down after a short return to the 31-yard line. Put his hands up. I thought he was fair catching the ball. Positioned himself for the catch, and has a return of close to three yards. So 6.27 to go here in half number one. Westwood Calumet scoreless ball game here in the second quarter. A different formation for Calumet here. Same formation that was written running on. Rex snap goes to Dean Locus, running off tackle, dragging down just shy of the 35-yard line. Gain of about three on first down. Another job of the Patriots swarming the football. Travis Uren, the first man to beat him. Too much, though. Only four yards in the game. 
The gain of four, second gain of six, four, second and five. Game has moved right along. We're halfway through the second quarter. We're not even 30 minutes into this football game. Scoreless ball game. Westwood welcoming Calumet. A good one so far. Direct snap again to Locus out of the Wildcat. Locus trying to cut across the field. Ran down for a short game. Was hit in the backfield. Most of that yardage came after contact. Ran once again the first man to meet him. And now it's third and manageable. But if you're Calumet, you're in your own territory. Five and a half minute mark, quarter number two. Now we get a whistle and what have we? Mm, official timeout. Yeah, an official's timeout. And it looks like equipment. Someone with Gary Eppie, the fullback, is the one going to the sideline. Boy, they don't want Gary Eppie going off right now. That's indeed where he is. Yeah, third and four. He must have had some, some equipment piece. 520 to play, quarter number two. Third down and four, ball at the Calumet 38. Nobody out wide for the Copper Kings, a full house backfield. Into that Wildcat again. Instead it goes to Scott Locust. The reverse has enough for the first down. I think that's Nelson. He's dragged down to the 45. Beg your pardon, it was Nick Jerf rather than Dryden Nelson. But they do move the sticks out to the 45-yard line. First and 10, Calumet. Under five to play, clock resumes as they reset the sticks. Patriot defense has come up strong on a couple of occasions with Calumet knocking on the door. Shotgun formation, direct snap goes to Dean Locus and he's stepped up near the line and thrown backwards. Ends on the spot, Mason Mariuta in there on the stop along with Garrett Mann and he's going to lose half a yard. Call it second and a long 10. Don't forget, tune in tomorrow morning for our Saturday morning coaches show here on ESPN-UP. Zeal gets awarded the Superior Family Chiropractic and Wellness Player of the Week. Locust takes a snap, dropping back, has a man across the middle and overthrow him. He was looking for Gary Eppie, the fullback. Nobody picked him up out of the backfield. That's got to be a linebacker's job, Dave. you got to have somebody marked in the fullback, and usually that's your linebacking core. Thankfully, Delangelo, the safety, read Locus's eyes like a book and disrupted that pass. Well, Locus had such good play action there. I think they drew everybody in, but thankfully, Delangelo saw it coming. 3.58 to go, quarter number two, third and ten for Calumet, ball at their own 45. High formation, two wide, both to the far side, Dean Locus in the slot. And we got a whistle, blows the play down. They're back to the formation they've been running every drive up to now. It's a false start on the Copper Kings, so that, uh, that turns a third and ten into a third and fifteen. Three fifty-six to go. Half number one. A scoreless ball game. Tanner Hoops, Dave Bose, Thomas Dunstan, the crew for tonight. It's a little longer, but this is where this has been so deadly here tonight. See if the Westwood defense will pin their ears back here. 
high formation. One wide to the near side. Pitch goes to the D-back. It's uh, not a reverse. They faked it, and Drew is stuffed out of bounds. Just past the 45-yard line. He sold the fake well, but not enough. Jerf kept it, and the gadget play does not work like John Crows hoped it would. Mark out of bounds near the 47. Ball mechanics, great fakes. He's got one heck of his arm. Tough runner. They gain seven on the play, but it brings up fourth and eight from the Calumet 47, and the punt unit on for the Copper Kings. confusion Copper Kings They came on the field and running back. Personnel situation for them. And we have a timeout on the field, and I believe it's an official timeout. I haven't seen a signal to either sideline. Now the refs say we're ready to resume play. It's interesting that they're going to kick this away to the speedster. Nelson, the punter, feels a low snap, and it's a high arcing punt. Lots of hang time. Westwood just gets away from it, and it's down near the Patriot 23. First and ten, Westwood. And the way this first half has been going, Dave, this might be the last drive, barring a turnover. 3-0-3 to play, quarter number two. We are scoreless. Westwood with two timeouts left. Calumet is all three. We have moved right along tonight. Nobody out wide for Westwood. Shotgun formation for Delangelo. Uran a step to his right. Man in motion, Mariuzza. He gets the handoff, cutting to the right side. He's dragged down for a short game. Towards it comes up to make the stop for Calumet. 2.50 to play. They give him one. It's second down and nine at the 24. Delangelo brings in the play call from the sideline. Again, Westwood with two timeouts left, but showing a lot of urgency right now with their own 24, two and a half minutes left in the first half. Pistol formation this time for Delangelo. Four-man front defensively for the Copper Kings. Takes a snap. Design QB run. Off-left tackle. Cuts up the middle. Brought down near the 30. Yeah, toward the 30. Boy, no call on that. Just turned the line a little dead right around. That's the case when that's what we can see from here. Instead, it brings up third down at about four. Ball spotted at the 30-yard line. Inside two minutes to play. No one wide for the Patriots. Double wing set. Man the tight end to the near side. Alderton far. Pistol for Delangelo. Takes the snap. Design QB run. This time to the right side. He's stacked up and driven backwards. Forward progress probably got him back to the line. But it was Twardzik and Studebaker who snipped that one out. And John Crows will take a timeout. Save some clock. So a minute 22 to go here in the uh, here in the first half. It'll be fourth and four for Westwood. That last play goes as no game. All spotted at the 30.
tell you what, if you're looking for a safe and sound community bank, then look to M-Bank from business loans to home mortgages and everything in between. M-Bank's in your corner just around the corner. Stop in and check out any of the seven Marquette County locations. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hardman Furniture of Marquette is proud to be locally owned and operated by the same families who've been serving our community since 1971. Household appliance, the Midwest leader in furniture and mattresses. Visit hardman.com to see their weekly ads and preview our selection. And the Fox Motor Team UP is proud to support the players, coaches, and fans in tonight's game, as well as the educational efforts of our teachers and schools to prepare our students for the future. Good luck from all of us at the Fox Motors Team or down and four punt formation for Westwood. Eric Anderson to boot it away, standing at his own 18-yard line, ready to receive it. High snap and gets over his head. On one bounce, picks it up and sends away a low-line drive, and it's knocked down by Studebaker. That's a live ball, and it's knocked down near the 20. I think Calumet got back on it. Let's see what they call it. I think Calumet has it. It went over the head of Anderson. It took a good bounce to it, picked it up, and got it away. It was a low-line drive, and it bounced off a of Copper King, making it a live ball. Save the day, and it gives Calumet first and 10 at the 20-yard line of Westwood. The high snap, proving disastrous. The Westwood defense needs another red zone stop. Locust, handoff, Nelson up the middle, stacked up at the line. Eric Anderson, the first man to meet him. Passed up by Eric Anderson. And John Crows wants to use his second timeout. A minute 14 to play, quarter number two. And Eric Mann on the bottom. How many times have we seen Dave's special teams decide a game? And I tell you what, it feels like in a game like this, one score could be enough. It was last year in the playoffs. Yeah, it proved to be the case in the playoffs last year, especially because we haven't seen the Patriots offense get past their own 45 yet. One timeout left for Calumet. Westwood has two if they choose to use them. Glad that you're along on this Friday evening, wherever it is you're tuned in from on your AM or FM dial, or you're streaming us online via the World Wide Web. Tanner Hoops, Dave Bowes, and Thomas Dunstan on the call. So a minute 14 to play. Quarter number two, the Westwood defense. A couple of key stops in the red zone early on. Can they do so again? Special teams there, setting up Calumet with excellent field position. Too wide of the play, I formation, double tight end set, Locust, bubble screen, left side caught, Locust, knocked out of bounds, he fumbled the ball, but it rolled out of bounds, catch is completed. It's a gain of close to five yards. Mariuzza comes up to make the tackle for Westwood. So a minute nine to play, quarter number two. Getting out of bounds, preserves the timeout, stops the clock. Third down and one at the Westwood 11. Two wide, both to the far side, Larson along with Locus in the slide. High formation, handoff up the middle, stacked up, that's going to be close. 
It's all going to depend on the spot as Will Twardzik was the ball carrier that time. Travis Uren the first to meet him and he does have enough to move the sticks. So for the first time tonight, Calumet inside the Westwood 10-yard line, first and goal, one timeout left for Calumet. 50 seconds left, first half. Back to pass, fires, slant pass, it's caught near the goal line. And he's in, says the official far side, touchdown Calumet. 43 seconds left in the first half and Calumet on the scoreboard. So the special teams blunder does come back to Juan Westwood. Calumet striking with inside a minute to play in the first half. Now the Copper Kings will see what they have for their point after try. They can kick it. They do have a kicker. Will that be what they do on this occasion? Dean Locust, the recipient of that last touchdown pass, by the way. Locust to Locust. They're going to go for two. High formation. One wide to the far side. That is Dean Locust. Handoff. No, he faked it. He keeps it himself looking at options. Gary Effie sold the fake well. And Locust, as in Scott, keeps it himself. He's in for the conversion. And with 43 seconds to play in the first half, Calumet has taken an 8-0 lead. Dave, just the way this game is going, that feels like a mountain to climb. Special teams blunder coming back to haunt the Patriots. 43 seconds left, half number one, we'll see if the Patriots can respond. 20 yard touchdown ride, uh, drive for Calumet. This is where you got to watch uh, Coach Curtis. He is not going to miss right now. Set up right to kick it away. Westwood not yet on the field. Here they come. Officials wait for him to get set. Anderson and Stephen Kangas are back deep to receive the kick. Rolla handles kicking duties for them. And he boots away a low line drive that's scooped up near the 30 yard line and returnable. It's Anderson who's brought down. Westwood, Westwood will take it over at the 30 yard line. What do you do here if you're Scott Surgily? You got two timeouts left. You got to go 70 yards in 39 seconds. 30 yard line. This could just be a prevent defense for Calumet. Langelo brings in the play call from the sideline. Four-man front defensively for the Copper Kings, running that 4-4-D. One wide to the near side, I formation, double tight end set. Delangelo takes a snap, handoff, goes up the middle to a fullback, he's dragged down for a short gain, Anderson the ball carrier. Right up the 34-yard line. 
Spencer's not going to call a timeout. I think he's content to go into half down 8 nothing. Second down and six, ball at the 34. Clock continues to roll inside 15 seconds to play in the first half. One wide near side, that's Chad Pullman. High formation, two tight end set. Delangelo takes a snap, handoff. Anderson up the middle across the 35 and dragged down short in the first down marker. And with that, we have hit half count. It is a Nathan Kelly event. The defensive end here early on. The Copper Kings take advantage of a Westwood special team blunder. Take a look at the first half numbers, scoring summary, and take a look at the out of town scoreboard in our halftime show next on ESPN UP. Football season is an exciting time, and from first downs to touchdowns, it's all about teamwork. I'm E.J. Kostriva, Regional President of First Bank, and our teams in Marquette and Ishpeming are ready to assist you with your banking needs. From a commercial loan to a checking account to a mortgage product, we have a full lineup of products and services with all the conveniences to match. Yes, it's that time of the year. Football is in the air, and First Bank wants to be on your team. Stop in and let's chat. First Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. First-Bank.com. Here's what your friends and neighbors are saying about active physical therapy. This is Mike Kosky with Congress Pizzas. After being diagnosed with a herniated lower disc, I was given the option of either surgery or therapy. I chose active physical therapy because of Scotty Corkin. My experience with active physical therapy is extremely positive. Scott set me up with a program that I could do at home. After one month, I was back on my feet doing my daily activities. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. For more information, visit stayactiveup.com. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Well, we welcome you back to Westwood High School. Tanner Hoops alongside Dave Bowes on the call. Glad that you're with us on ESPN-UP. Tonight's scoring summary, not a lot of it. Not a lot to give you. 43 seconds in uh, left in the first half. The only score of the game occurred as Scott Locus hooked up with his brother Dean for a 10-yard touchdown pass to give Calumet a 6-0 lead. Locus with a QB keeper converted the two-point try, and Calumet leads 8-0. That was all set up by a muffed punt. A high snap over the punter's head, and then a low-line drive that was batted down at the line of scrimmage, and Calumet started that drive at the Westwood 20. And like I said earlier, Dave, Westwood hasn't even been in Calumet's half the field so far. Well, you knew Calumet defensively were going to be good. Leslie, though, you've got to be pretty pleased if you're looking at the Patriots' defensive effort tonight. They've had a couple of red zone stops, especially early on. That's what they're going to touch down. Continue to look around the UP scoreboard this evening. A lot of games to be keeping an eye on. 15 nothing the nominee lead. That game is at halftime. They are taking on Gladstone this evening. 
Let's take another time out. When we come back, we'll have more in our halftime show. Let's take a look at what else is happening around Westwood next on ESPN UP. Have you ever just wanted to escape the classic 9 to 5? Trade it in for a day out on the water? Just imagine a cooler full of drinks, fishing rods ready to go, and no set plan other than to have that perfect day out on the water with your friends. There is nothing better than heading out to the lake with your boat in tow on a beautiful summer day, especially when you're driving there in the all-new 2019 Ram 1500 from Fox Nagani. Featuring a 395 horsepower engine, a class-exclusive cargo management system, and Uconnect technology, this Ram was made for escaping the 9 to 5. So grab a friend or two, throw on that Lake Life playlist, and head out fishing while the UP weather is in its prime. Because there's a lot to experience in the UP this time of year, and getting there should be half the fun. Ram Power Days are happening now at Fox Nagani. Experience the difference. Hi, honey, I'm home. What's new? Hustle delivered our new washer and dryer today. Oh, that was fast. Any problems? None at all. The guys arrived on time, hooked up the water, and hauled away the old ones. Have a look. Hi. Uh, hi. Uh, sweetie, what are these guys doing in our laundry room? They're the household guys. Okay, I can see that, but why are they standing against the wall? <laughs> why, they're standing behind their products, silly. Would you boys like some more coffee? Household appliance and art band furniture, locally owned, US 41 West, Marquette. I'm Ken Farley from the Bjorkenzalki Funeral, and each year it's amazing to watch the student-athletes in our area schools compete at a really high level and juggle the demands of learning in the classroom, studying at home, hanging with friends, and for some, working a part-time job. They represent their schools and communities well, and if you see them on the street, let them know you appreciate their efforts. After all, they are the future leaders. We at the Bjork and Zalke Funeral Home are standing on the sidelines with great admiration for what you do. Join us in cheering in a positive way as we enjoy this high school sports season. Bjork and Zalke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials. This is ESPN-UP Sports Director Tanner Hoops. Every week we take you behind the scenes and help you get to know a Westwood Patriot off the field. Taylor Delangelo, senior. My favorite animal to visit at the zoo would be a tiger. A hot dog is not a sandwich. My go-to game day meal is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. My favorite emoji is the laughing face. Goofiest teammate would probably be Mason Maritza. My favorite restaurant is probably Applebee's. This is Taylor Delangelo, and you're listening to Western Football on ESPN UP. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN UP. We welcome you back to Westwood High School. Tanner Hoops alongside Dave Bose, Thomas Dunstan on the call for tonight. Glad that you're with us on ESPN UP. Ain't nothing counting that meeting. We have hit halftime and looking around the UP at other scores. I mentioned before the break, the nominee leads Gladstone 15 nothing. That game is at halftime. In the second quarter, Iron Mountain has a 21 nothing lead on Holton Marcus Johnson making his season debut after suffering a foot fracture. Elsewhere, Lake Linden Hubble with a 6-0 lead, a 16-0 lead over Glynn. That game is near Coaches in Marquette County and get their thoughts on their 
the week. Tune in for that again tomorrow, 9 to 10. Tanner Hoops Day bows once again, and Dave, I mean, you've got to be happy with the defensive effort on both sides. But in the end, Westwood's going to have to put the ball in the end zone at some point tonight. It starts with getting across the 50. Westwood held just 54 yards of total offense unofficially tonight. Yeah, a couple of first downs there. But we have to just put, even to possess the ball for a while and keep our defense off the field. Um, I think it would be a good thing at this point. Well, defensively, Westwood's not been too bad. Calumet's got 122 yards of total offense unofficially in that first half. 46 of it has come through the air, including their lone touchdown. But Westwood doing a much better job getting to the ball, getting hats on the ball carrier. They're swarm tackling guys, and they're not getting burned by the big play like last year. <laughs> country. Any word on how those teams are doing here early? Yeah, cross country has had a really, uh, really good surge there. You're, um, I think our girls team is really, I don't think we're uh, surprising anymore. You know, they've had some good finishes this year. Tennis is always really strong uh, around this time of year, so it's been a good start to the fall sports season for the Patriots. Now, weather has been somewhat of an issue. We've got to imagine it here early on. Yeah, it certainly has. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, Eagle Mine still has a few free tours left at the Eagle Mine and the Humboldt Mill this season. Tours go through the end of September. Book your tour online at eaglemine.com backslash tours. In Juneau, the first bank is offices in Ishpeming and Marquette, plus seven other locations in Upper Michigan. Find out more at first-bank.com, or better yet, stop and soon and meet the team. First Bank, proud to be part of our community. First Bank, it's all about people. Children in sports is proud to be your local clothing items for all the high schools. Get behind your team with your hats, shirts, sweatshirts, pitties, and more with the logos of your favorite school. When is the last time you reviewed your mortgage loan rate? Is it time to look at refinancing? Rates are low, so now is the perfect time to talk to your MBank mortgage lender about your options. Refinancing can potentially lower your monthly mortgage payment, help you pay off your mortgage faster, or let you get cash out for that project you've been planning. Let an MBank mortgage lending specialist help you decide if it's time to refinance. 
call or visit your local MBank branch to get started today. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. If you find yourself tuning into the Friday night football games and are in need for the perfect tee to support your favorite local team, look no further. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all the local high schools. The Hematites, Patriots, Miners, Model Towners, and Redmond can all find their logos represented. Under Armour and many other well-known brands are carried, and Wilderness Sports is more than happy to specially make anything with your favorite logo. You want stadium seats that feature your logo? You've got it. Go in to see the Hometown Touch as they help you find the perfect fit for you in all your pursuits of hunting, fishing, and game-time gear. Wilderness Sports, downtown Nishpeming. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to Enter Hoops Day. Bose and Thomas Dunstan, the crew for this evening. A couple more scores around the UP to update you on. They've hit halftime in Gwynn. Lake Linden Hubble leads a Idle Towner 16 0. And 429 to go in the second quarter as Menominee leads Gladstone by a score of 22 to nothing. Our score once again, Westwood trailing Calumet 8-0, scoreless through the opening quarter, and then with inside a minute to play in the first half, a high snap on a Westwood punt went over the head of Anderson. He did manage it to get it away, but it hit the line of scrimmage and it rolled to the 20-yard line where Calumet took it over. And a couple plays later, they were in the end zone. A 10-yard touchdown pass from Scott Locus found its way to Dean Locus. Calumet was able to convert the two-point try as well. That's where we stand, 8-0 as we had halftime. Glad to have you along on ESPN-UP and live with our app, wherever it is you may be tuned in from via the World Wide Web. For a higher level of service, look at Ember's Credit Union, Super One, Boots, and Nagato Marquette. Support the players in the ice game. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Boots. True North Federal Credit Union is a resource for you and your family. They support the efforts of the players, coaches, cheerleaders, band, friends, and family cheering on their team. The Vincent Glass and Otto knows there's some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the appreciation of the band. The car is yours at a fair price. Vincent Glass and Auto looks for the kind of vehicle they can stand behind. Make the right decision Tuesday. Collision. Today's Collision Center 5 says they have to watch the screen. Get active, be active, stay active. Active physical therapy with offices in Marquette, Ishpeming, and Agati. Check them out at stayactiveup.com for more info. And Eagle Mind still has a few free tours left of Eagle Mind and Humboldt Mill. Tours go through the end of September, but your tour of mine at eaglemind.com backslash Yeah, teams are back on the field getting ready for the second half of their warm-ups. Let's take our last time out. We have got quarter number three next on ESPN-UP. At Embers Credit Union, we believe in the new P, so we're helping everyone take their outdoor adventures to the next level. Now's the time to get a great loan rate on an ATV, side-by-side, snowmobile, or camper. Come talk with an Embers Credit Union loan officer in Marquette, Nagani, Munising, or Trinary. We're here to deliver solid financial advice. Check us out online at embers.org. Member NCUA and Equal Housing Lender. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette are thrilled to welcome in week three of the high school football season with these deals. Black Angus Sirloin Tip Steaks, a family pack for $3.99 a pound. Fryer Bone-In Chicken Breast, family pack, $0.99 cents a pound. Fresh Farm-Raised Atlantic Salmon Filet, $6.96 a pound. Smithfield Boneless Pork Sirloin Roast, $1.66 a pound. And buy one, get one free, five-pound bag of russet potatoes, no coupon needed. 
Prices are good through Saturday, September 14th at your local Super One stores in Nagani and Marquette. Low prices, better choices, right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. Now you can combine Big Boy's Big Goodness with Big Room in the new meeting room that can fit up to 50 people. Next time you need a space for your group and food to feed them, call on Big Boy Marquette. You pay for the food, the room is free to reserve. Take a peek at it the next time you're in. It's in the back by the buffet. There's a TV on the wall if you need, and free Wi-Fi. Teams can eat meals there. Ladies have been spotted playing cards. What could you use it for? The brand new meeting room at Big Boy Marquette awaits you. Call 226-1062. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Well, we welcome you back. Tanner Hoops alongside Dave Bowes. Glad to have you along here on ESPN-UP this Friday evening. Temps are starting to cool off a little bit here in mid-September. We're ready for half number two high school football here in the UP. Calumet leads 8-0 as we get set for quarter number three. Westwood will get the ball to start quarter number three. I tell you what, Dave, the defense has been right where they need to be. The defense has done their job tonight. Offense just kind of generated a little bit of it. Only 54 yards in that first half. And aside from the one blunder, the punt that was, uh, you know, snapped over the head of Anderson, special teams has done their job. Done their job. That gave them the short field. That's the only score of the game. You know, but we got to get something rolling on offense here. So it'll be interesting what kind of adjustments they make here at halftime for the Patriots on offense. I tell you what, don't forget to tune in tomorrow to the Saturday morning coaches show here on ESPN-UP. I'll chat with all five coaches around Marquette County. We'll get their thoughts on how week three went down. Again, if you missed it, some scores at halftime around the UP. Iron Mountain, 21-0. They lead Houghton. Marcus Johnson is back playing for them, and he's already scored his first touchdown. Elsewhere, Menominee, 22-0 over Gladstone, and Lakeland and Hubble, 16-0 over Gwynn. Both those games are at halftime. Keep taking a look at the out-of-town scoreboard as they become available to us, but right now we got Patriot football to get back to as Calumet sets to kick off from right to left across your radio dial. The approach and the low line drive kick. It takes a roll back to the 20-yard line, and it's picked up by Anderson. Anderson across the 30-yard line. He's dragged down short So first and 10 for Westwood. Pretty average field position night in and night out. Really haven't been pinned back deep so far tonight. Westwood hasn't been able to do much at all with the field position they've had. So first and ten, official spot at the Westwood 31-yard line. Nobody out wide of the play. Chad Pullman is lined up as a wingback. Delangelo from the pistol. He ran a step to his left. In the hard count, takes a snap, design QB run, cutting up the middle, and he's dragged down to about three and a half. Yard line. He came Number down just shy of 35. No change in the formation. That's what he's doing with it. Sun has set, and it's cooled off, but looked like it was going to threaten to rain early on, Dave. It was windy, blustery, still a little bit of wind out there, but the rain has stayed off. Turned into a temperate night, I think, for week three. Probably feels good to play in. A little chilly for those in the stands. Second down, we'll call it seven. 
This is formation for Delangelo. He takes a snap, cutting up the middle, and he's dragged down near the 35. Oh, that's that's the kind of hit Rondon. Nothing there. I'm shocked in that time. Five minute run by quarter number three, eight nothing Calumet. Adrian's back in action next week, taking on their crosstown rivals from Ishpeming High School. Crossover matchups around the Westpac Conference begin next week. Back home two weeks from tonight for homecoming. The Manistique Emeralds in town coming off their first home victory in seven years. Last Friday night, they beat Gwynn 28 to 8. One wide in the play, that's Coleman. Man in motion, the wingback Anderson. Going out to be a receiver. Right side, Delangelo takes a snap, coming up the middle, reverses field. He's got enough for the first down before being dragged down. Really nice field vision for that young man. First year as a starting quarterback of the Boston Noble, but he's an all-out athlete. 10-18 to play quarter number three. First and ten, Westwood. Just keep moving the sticks here. Keep moving the sticks. Ball at the 43-yard line. Nobody out wide. Excuse me, one wide on this play. That is Pullman to the near side. Shotgun formation. Delangelo takes a snap. Cutting up the middle. Design QB run. Dives for the midfield marker. Comes up just short of it. So they'll call that one a gain of six. Brings up second down and four. 9.21 to play, third quarter. Angelo gets a blank off from Scott Sergilin. One line of the play, Coleman lines up in the slot near side, and now we get a whistle prior to the snap, and Scott Sergela didn't like what he saw. Chooses to take the timeout. The clock stops with 9.04 to play, quarter number three, first time out of the half for either team. I'll tell you what, it may be early in the half, but Scott Sergilek can already sense this is an important drive. It feels like a game where one score can be enough to win. Yeah, he just knows this, even if this one doesn't end, it's going to just got to get down. you got to show your kids that you can get down. That's what has not crossed midfield so far tonight. They're at their own 49 now. It'll be second and four. I don't know how to get 9.04 to play. Eight nothing Calumet. Patriots one and one in the season entering play tonight. The Copper Kings two and zero. Blowout wins over Gogibic and Nagani to start the year for Calumet. They try to repeat as what Westpac Copper Division champions. Scott Sergio is still in the huddle talking to his team. Break the huddle. Coach heads back to the sideline. One wide on the play. That's Pullman. Four-man front defensively. Westwood just shy of midfield. Shotgun formation for Delangelo. He's kept it himself the last couple of plays. Takes a snap again. Running off tackle left side across midfield. Near the sticks. His second effort is going to get him the first down. Tough run of right there. 
there. The Gaddy Metcalfer Kings are giving nothing away in terms of yardage. Angelo's had to fight for every bit of it, but he does get down to the Calumet 46. First and 10, Westwood in Copper King territory for the first time tonight, trailing 8-0. 8.46 to play. Quarter number three. Getting the game moved right along through the first half, just across the 8 o'clock out. One line on the play, that's Pullman near side. And in motion, Delangelo takes a snap, his on QB run, off tackle, cuts it up the middle, and he's tripped up by Will towards it. Will towards the 45 yard. Will forward for a gain of three, maybe four yards. 18 to go third quarter. Delangelo right now, he keeps calling his own number, and it keeps working. The playbook, again, not complicated, but it's working. No, they're just they're just putting a body on a body and letting Delangelo pick his way through. And it's, it's the most offense we've seen yet tonight. Second down and seven. All at the 43-yard line. One wide near side, that's Chad Pullman. Four-man run defensively for Calumet. Man in motion, that's Anderson, the wing back left to right. High snap, Delangelo pulls it down, runs off tackle, trips up, gets back to the line of scrimmage. That was the defensive end, Trevor Tarola, who broke through the line, and he just got enough of Delangelo's shoelace. Off his block, and it was just crucial because then Delangelo couldn't couldn't make that next cut. Brings up thirty-seven, no game. All at the Copper King forty-one yard line. Clock rolling, seven seventeen to play third quarter. Eight nothing, Calumet. One wide, that's Pullman first up. Shotgun formation. Anderson wing back near side. He goes in motion, right to left. Delangelo takes a snap, is on QB run again, cuts it off, tackle left side, drag down short of the marker. He's about two, just inside the 40, and it's going to bring up fourth and short. Now what do you do if you're Westwood? After that punting where we had a bad snap, he won't punt again this game, I would guess. Fourth and four, you're at the Calumet 40-yard line, and the offense will stay in the field. Fourth and long four. Now we get a whistle and a timeout called by Scott Sergio, maybe just trying to draw him off sides. He just wants to talk about this a little more. They were. He didn't, he didn't let him do, get much into the cadence. That was pretty quick. 8-0 Calumet leading their first ever trip to Westwood. 6.23 to go, quarter number three. Looking for a safe and sound community bank that understands your business, then look to MBank from business loans to treasury management and everything in between. MBank's in your corner and just around the corner. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Household appliances services what they sell and sometimes what others sell depending on the brand. Not every store can promise that. Service after the sale is always positioned at household appliances. Tanner Hoops, Dave Bowes with you. Glad to have you along. Again, two weeks from tonight, it will be homecoming for the Patriots when Manistique comes to town. Get the homecoming festivities start up here, Dave. How early do you get homecoming? Well, you actually start uh, right away on Monday. You know, you're going to start with your uh, full building, which has been a long-standing tradition here for the Patriots. Get a little putter football in there by Wednesday, you know, so it's basically a week 
of homecoming. Um, two weeks from now, we'll be uh, culminating with the game against Manistee that night. Shotgun formation on fourth and four. Delangelo takes a snap back to pass. Blitz coming first across the middle, underthrown and incomplete. When he had him there, he just didn't get enough on the ball. He was all by his lonesome, but Anderson under third, excuse me, Delangelo under third. So first and ten, Calumet at the first point. Calumet takes over. Patriots could really use a break here or a Calumet turnover to, uh, to try and turn this around. Just need one of those big plays to go Westwood's way. Haven't controlled the turnover battle so far, but still within striking distance. Blunder on special teams, not a turnover, but that directly led to Calumet's only score. The difference in this ballgame. And off Gary Eppie, the fullback is that drop for a loss. That's what defense let him go nowhere on first and ten. He's down for a loss of one. Michael Buzino in there on the stop, along with Matt Pavo, several other Patriots, including Travis Uran. Six minute mark, third quarter, second and eleven for Calumet. Again, I know Scott Sergio doesn't like to blitz all that much, but this might be the time to do it. High formation, nobody out wide of the play. Westwood running a 5-3 defense. Showing blitz with the linebacking core. Twardzik, the man in motion, wing back left to right. Handoff goes to the deep back. Jerk bounces off one tackler, not a second, but he gets enough for the first down. Across midfield, Pullman, the corner, came up to make the stop. The Copper Kings back into Westwood territory. 20 to go, third quarter. All spotted at the Westwood 49-yard line. Nobody out wide of the play. Two-man backfield. Locus working under center against the right-hand front. Westwood showing linebacker blitz. Takes a snap, turns, hands off. Gary Ippie going up the middle, across the 45. Dragon man with him and brought down to the 42. Got number 80. up second down and about four. Gain of six on the play. He's seven. 439 to play, quarter number three. Calumet continues to lead eight to nothing. Dean Locust, lone receiver on the field, lines up to the far side. High formation, double tight end set. Capo, the tight end to the near side. Locust takes the snap, takes the handoff, keeps it himself, and goes up the middle and he drives down for a gain of maybe half a yard. Buzino in there in the stop, helped down by Mason Mariuzzi. So a little bit of Jackson Bidlin as well. Just good fundamental football right now for the Copper Kids. Ball protection, Long time consuming march. It seems like every drive they have has been that way. Nobody out wide, double tight end set, high formation. Locus under center. Ocus takes the snap, turns, hands off, jerk, the deep back across the 40-yard line near the first down marker. The officials will check the sticks. Oh, they move. So enough for the first down. 
while they reset the chains. County United on the move. Only one turnover on downs in this game. A fumble that was recovered by Calumet. Westwood's come up with a couple fourth down stops in the red zone in the first half. High formation. Wing back, Dean Locust lines up to the right side of the field. QB option, Scott Locust, and he's going to keep it cut up the middle, and he's dragged down for a short gain of one or two. You said it before, Dave, it's not complicated, but they run it so effectively. A windery, windy blustery evening here at Westwood High School. It has cooled off significantly since kickoff. High formation, double tight end set to Rolla, tight end to the far side of the field. Locus back to pass, stepping up in the pocket, fires, got a man that's caught near the 30-yard line, taken out of bounds, short of the line of game. I think they're giving it to him, I think he's saying he's out of bounds. Yep, the ball's coming back. He must have washed him out of bounds. Incomplete, I'm going to say it's incomplete, you're right, good catch. Good catch in your part. Our side official says did not have control of the ball inbounds. Brings up third down and eight. All inside the Westwood 40. One wide of the play, Locust near side of the field. Scott Locust under center, and somebody jumps. Indication is that it's on Calumet. I'll check that, it's on Westwood. So that turns a third and eight to a third and three. Third down and three. I formation. Two wide on the play. Bolt to the near side. Fumble. It's loose on the turf. And Locus is able to get back on top of it. Two ten to play quarter number three, and Scott Locus was able to pick that one up amidst a group of feet that were kicking at it near the line of scrimmage. Fourth down and a long five. We'll bring up fourth down, five yards to go. Well, just inside the 35-yard line. Minute 51 to go, third quarter, 8-0 Calumet. They're on the move. High formation, nobody wide on this fourth and five. Locust, back to pass, stepping up in the pocket. It is he through. He has a man deep, and it's caught in the end zone. A fingertip snow cone catch, and it's a 35-yard touchdown. Hit as he threw, and his intended target had to lay out to grab that one. He does, and Calumet makes it a two-score lead. Boy, Pullman, he was all over him. That was just a fantastic pitch and catch right there. I believe it was Scott Vic Jerk, the one who made the catch out of the backfield. That makes it 14 nothing. How about that for a fourth down conversion? Minute 29 to go, third quarter. 14 nothing. Calumet, two-point try pending. 
Trips to the far side of the field. One man backfield. Locust blitz steps up, fires back in the end zone. And it's incomplete. So Calumet leads it 14-0, a 60-yard touchdown drive with a minute 29 to play here in the third quarter. Westwood's got to find a way to turn the tide here in quick day. There's not a lot of offensive success for Westwood. Get a look at the out-of-town scoreboard here in a moment. Give you a recap when we can. Do that all at quarter break. Danner Hoops, Dave Bowes, and Thomas Dunstan, the crew, 4-9. By the way, Gwynn has made it a one-score game with 10-11 to play in the third quarter. 16-8, like Linden, still leading there. Escanaba with a 20-0 lead. They're taking on Sioux, Ontario this evening. Calumet ready to kick off, and they send a low-line drive to about the 15-yard line, picked up by Anderson across the 20 to the 25 before finally being dragged down. Dryden Nelson came up to make the stop. So first and 10 westward, and I tell you what, Dave, it feels like a must-score on this drive. Minute 21 left in the third. You're down 14-0. The offense as a whole has just been hard to come by. So Westwood will start this drive at their own 33-yard line. Nobody out wide in the play. Double tight end set, shotgun formation for Delangelo. 4-4 defense for the Copper Kings. Man in motion, Delangelo, jet sweep, Pullman, running off tackle, left side, has five, has close to ten. Dragged down near the mark. First time we've seen that play tonight. Pullman has shown that he's effective on those jet sweeps. And he has enough of the first down. They're moving the sticks. So a minute left, quarter number three, 14-0 Calumet. Westwood with the football at their own 45. Nobody wide in the play. Shotgun formation. Wing T offense. Delangelo gets a snap. Handoff Anderson on the end of the round. He's brought down for a loss. Scott Sergela in the official's ear. Wanted a horse collar. He's not going to get it. Dean Locust with the tackle on the outside edge. 21 seconds left. Third quarter. That could be the final play if Westwood chooses for it to be. I think you're going to see them switch sides here before we run another play. It'll be second and 12 to start the fourth. Westwood in no hurry. And the final seconds of the quarter will tick away. 14-0 Calumet. We're through three. And the fourth quarter comes up after this here in ESPN-UP. 
Take a look inside the world's primary nickel mine. There are only a few free tours left of the Eagle Mine and Humboldt Mill this season. Tours go through the end of September. Eagle Mine offers two different tours, a driving and walking surface tour of the mine site and a walking tour of the Humboldt Mill. Registration for each tour is required. Book your free tour online at eaglemine.com slash tours. The tours are free and they're open to people age 13 and up. Attendees under the age of 18 must be accompanied by an adult. Book your tour online, eaglemine.com slash tours. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. We welcome you back. Tanner Roops alongside Dave Bowes in the call. Glad to have you with us here on ESPN-UP. Fourth quarter of action. Westwood trailing Calumet 14-0. Patriots will have second down and 12. Ball at the fourth. Again, another weekday where the passing game just hasn't seemed to be, uh, to be there. It has been one-dimensional so far tonight for the Patriots. There's only been two attempts, though, right? I believe so. So second and 12 for the Patriots at their own 42. And in motion, that's Uren, right to left. He lines up as a wingback. Shotgun formation, Delangelo. The hard count, another man in motion. That's Mason Mariuzza. Dropping back to pass blitz, coming. Nobody open. He's sacked. Chet Perkins. That's going to make it third in about 20. Blitz came that time. The Patriots just weren't ready for it. I think we're going to see a lot of that, Dave. We're going to see a lot of Calumet pinning their ears back and just making Westwood uncomfortable. Yeah, certainly, certainly All spotted at the 33. It goes down as a loss of eight, so it's third down and 20 official. Nobody wide in the play. Man in motion. Uren lines up as a wing back to the left side. Shotgun formation, Delangelo, the man in motion, takes a snap, jet sweep on the end of round, he's got room, across the 40, 45, to midfield, and crosses into Calumet territory before being dragged down. And it's Chad Pullman, who carries it on that run. I think they're marking him just short. And now an official's timeout for measure. It look like we're going to have fourth down in about inches, maybe half a foot. It's a horrible spot based on what we saw. Not a, I don't know how we get a Calumet spot when we're at Westwood High School. 10.52 to go, regulation time. Janes make their way to the football. I'll check on it. What a run by Pullman. 19 and a half yards back on the end around, and it is indeed fourth down. So ball spotted at the Calumet 47-yard line. Patriot offense on the field. Got to keep them out there in this situation. Shotgun for Delangelo. 
Gary Matt showing blitz, loading the box. Quarterback keeper up the middle, diving for it. It's going to be close. Got close to a yard. Is that going to be enough? And uh, no signal oh. yet. Oh, man. There's a signal. Oh, boy, he pulled him back. The official spot. It's not where the Westwood faithful believe that the ball carrier landed. Another timeout for official measurement, and here come the sticks. And I think you'll be able to tell based on the reaction whether it is Westwood first down or not. Boy, the ball was set. He grabbed it and he moved it back about 12 inches. Officials get in position. Chain out there. And now what do we have? We have a problem with the far side chain. Oh, we got it. Oh, by the nose of the football, he got it. Oh, we weren't getting any favors on that one. By inches, the Patriots move the sticks. They survive a couple of measurements. 10.39 to go here in the fourth quarter. It's 14-0 Calumet. Nobody out wide of the play as the wind starts to pick up even more. Shotgun formation, Delangelo. Man in motion, that's Pullman. And around again, Pullman off the right side. Gets a nice lead block and has a first down. There's a flag down. They're going to say there's a block in the back. Hold. Yeah, negates a nice run by Pullman and an even nicer block by Eric Anderson. Lead blocker on that play, but it's negated by a hold against Westwood. Well, babe, we cruised through the first half, and the game has slowed down significantly since. 10-14 to go, regulation time. It is 14-0 Calumet on top. Ball's all the way back at the Westwood 41-yard line. Nobody out wide, Delangelo from the shotgun. Four-man front defensively for Calumet. Handoff, Pullman, jet sweep again around the left end. Another nice block, and he gets back across midfield and across the original line of scrimmage. And Dave, I can't be sure, but I think... No, it's not Anderson again. That time it was Garrett Mann who laid out a solid block. couple of lead blockers for Chad Pullman. He uses them to his advantage, and Westwood back in business, second and eight. 9.40 to go, regulation time, clock rolling. 14 nothing Calumet, Patriots second and eight at the Copper King 44-yard line. Alderton, tight end, lined up near side of the field. 4-4 front for Calumet. Delangelo, QB keeper, off-right tackle near the 40-yard line, and he's dragged down. Gain of close to four. Brings up third and four for Westwood. That's fairly effective. As soon as they get Calumet respecting Pullman in the jet, you fake that jet, and Delangelo just picks his way upfield. 
Under nine minutes to play. Third down and four for Westwood. You're in the wing back near side of the field. Shotgun formation. Delangelo standing at his own 45. Man in motion. Takes a snap. Handoff. Jet sweep. Pullman. He's stacked up by Jerf. Fighting for the first down marker. I think he's going to go up just short. Nope. He's got it. The spot is he's got it. It's the first good spot we've got. <laughs> we got a good spot. <laughs> we got a good spot. <laughs> Jerf, the safety, came up to make the hard hit. But Pullman, with the second effort, looks like he did just get enough. And he moves the sticks. <laughs> that might have been a, a, a bit of a makeup there. <laughs> Coach Sergio might have got us that one with his objections about the other spot. So. A gain of nine, and it brings up first and ten at the 35. Three wingbacks on the play. Angelo takes a snap, and this time he's wrapped up in the backfield and dropped for a one-yard loss. Chet Herkus got through the line, assisted by Baker. Boy, Herkus has played a good game. That brings up second down and 11. You knew Calumet Wood up on that line. They got a lot of big bodies. Herkus might be their best lineman, and that's Sansom. They've got a lot of hockey players that play football, and their hockey team's pretty darn good. They're physical. Second 11. Nobody wide in the play. Shotgun Delangelo. Takes a snap. Hands off Pullman. End around again. Pullman across the 35-yard line. And he's dragged down. Did he get to the 30? I think he did. And timeout called by Westwood. No, I think it was called by Callie. Yep, the official pointed the wrong way. Our side <laughs> official pointed on Westwood sideline. But you're right, it was John Crows who took the timeout. 7-19 to play, regulation time. 14-0 Calumet. Westwood putting together a strong drive, though, and I'm sure if you're Coach Crows, you're saying, guys, we can't let up. If they score, still plenty of time that anything could happen. One mistake, you rip off the big play, force a turnover. There's still plenty of time. Well, if you're looking for a bank that supports your business, look to M-Bank from business loans to treasury management and everything in between. M-Bank's in your corner and just around the corner. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Household appliances service and what they sell and sometimes what others sell depending on the brand. Not every store can promise that. Service after the sale is always tradition at household appliance. The Bjork and Zolke Funeral Home support the athletes, cheerleaders, band, and fans. Play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. And True North Federal Credit Union is a resource for you and your family. They support the efforts of all involved in tonight's game. Congrats and good luck. Tanner Hoops Day bows on the call. Saturday morning coaches show tomorrow. Hear from all five coaches in Marquette County. And we reveal this week's Superior Family Chiropractic and Wellness Marquette County Player of the Week. Ball spotted at the 28-yard line. It's third down and three. Shotgun for Delangelo out of the timeout. Low snap, takes a handoff, fires across the middle. It's caught. That's a first down. And who is that masked man? It's Eric Anderson. Great pass by Delangelo. Put it right on the number. That was a timing route, and he knew exactly where Anderson was going. It got him in stride, hit him right on the number five in the front of his Navy jersey. 7.09 to play, regulation time. Ball at the Calumet, 20, 14, nothing. Copper Kings, but Westwood on the move. 
Nobody wide of the play. Pistol formation, Delangelo, Uran, a step to his left. Takes a snap, design QB run up the middle, stutter step to the 15-10, and finally dragged down inside the 10 by the safety jerk. A run of 10 yards for Delangelo. It's good enough to move the sticks, and it's first and goal, Patriots inside the 10. 6.43 to go, regulation time. 14-0 Calumet, Westwood with one timeout remaining, they'll save it. Nobody out wide. Pistol formation, Delangelo. Man in motion is Anderson. Delangelo takes a snap, rolling to his right, stepping up, fires, nearly intercepted. It should have been. Oh, man. Oh, Twardzik is kicking himself because he had the INT and he knew it. He had both hands on it. (laughs) He He still can't believe he didn't get it. Brings up second and goal. Ball just inside the 10. <laughs> Westwood trailing by two scores, but knocking on the door with 6.22 to play in regulation. Pistol formation, Delangelo, Uran to his left. We get a whistle and a timeout called by Westwood. Last timeout. The Patriots are likely going to need an onside kick or force a turnover because Calumet has controlled time possession tonight. It's going to be a steady diet of handoffs. Big Boy Restaurant Marquette has food for you and your team, breakfast, lunch, and dinner buffets for everybody together in the meeting room in the back of the restaurant. Fox Motors Team UP is proud to support the players, coaches, fans, Uh, fans and band in tonight's game as well as the educational efforts of our teachers and our schools to prepare our students for the future. Good luck from all of us at Fox Motors Team UP and Embers Credit Union is ready to serve you in Marquette, Nagani, Munising, and Trenary. Embers Credit Union, live it up. Thank you to all of our sponsors. Could not do it without you. Don't forget, stay tuned for our post-game show. Give you the scoring summary, statistical recap. Take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard one last time and talk with Coach Sergila. All that coming up in our postgame once we go final. Delangelo takes a snap out of the timeout. Room up the middle inside the five, and he's stacked up and dragged down. Gained about five on the play. It's going to bring up third and goal just inside the five-yard line. It's close. This is two-down territory for Westwood, no doubt about it. Almost right on the five they placed it. Nobody out wide of the play per usual. Pullman, the wing back to the near side of the field. Mason Mariuzza lined up as a tight end to the near side. Blitz coming, Delangelo stutter steps it, diving for the end zone. He's going to be close. No signal yet. And it looks like he's just short. It's going to bring up fourth down and goal. Ball is at the one. And if Westwood has any hope, they got to punch it in right here. Quick conversation this time for Delangelo with Coach Sergila. Serge has this play dialed up. Clock rolling, 5-13 to play. Quarter number four. Westwood out of timeout. It's one out wide in the play. 
I formation, fourth and goal from the one. Handoff up the middle, diving for the end zone. Is he in? Is he in? No signal yet. Eric Anderson was the ball carrier. None of the officials seem to not signal it. They're saying first down Calumet. They're saying no. Inside the one-yard line, they stop Eric Anderson on fourth and goal, and the Copper Kings take over. 4.59 to go in the fourth quarter. No timeouts left for Westwood. Now the Patriots up front thought the second effort from Anderson was enough. The officials disagree. So first and ten from inside their own one. Locust handoff. Gary Eppy stacked up. Maybe just got out to the one. Gain of half a yard. Uren, first one to meet him, makes the stop. Oh, and no gain brings up second down and ten from the one-yard line. 4.35 to go, clock rolling. Westwood powerless to stop the clock. Five-man front defensively for Westwood. Now show blitz. Turn, handoff, and the play is blown dead. It was a handoff to Jerf, who was running to the right side. Legal motion. That'll back him up a whole half a yard. Yeah. Back him up six inches. Half the distance to the goal. Galliumet. Back to the original line of scrimmage, just inside the one-yard line. So it's second and ten, 4.13 to play regulation time. One man wide on the play, I-formation, Locust under center with two tight ends. Locust takes the handoff, excuse me, handoff goes to the deep back Jerf. And he's stacked up for a gain of about one. They've got it just beyond the one-yard line. Mason Mariuta in there to make the stop for Westwood. Inside four minutes to play. It's third down and a long nine. Calumet inside their own two. Locust brings his offense to the huddle and gets him up to the line. I-formation, two tight ends set. Locust takes the snap, handoff up the middle, dragged down immediately. It was Swardzik, the ball carrier that time. Stop for no gain. And it brings up fourth down and ten. So the punt unit on for Calumet. They're going to have to be careful here. couple of Westwood defenders standing around the Calumet 40-yard line. They'll be the return men. Backed up about as far as he can go with a Calumet punter. 
leave that scary uppy. And now we get a timeout, John Crows, and he wants to talk about it. Just make sure everybody's on the same page for a situation like this. Now, beg your pardon, that was Jack Helmanen who they have out there putting. Westwood trying to avoid a one and two start. They have 2.44 and no timeouts left to work with. Trailing 14 nothing. Calumet set to punt it away. Fourth down and 10 inside their own one. Patriots were stopped on fourth and goal from about the half yard line. First trip ever to Westwood for Calumet football. Just the third all time meeting between the two. The next broadcast of Westwood Athletics will be a week from tonight. Football on the road against Ishpeming. Shortest trip of the year. And we begin Westpac crossover play into the Iron Division. So out of the timeout, Westwood sends just one man back to return. That's Pullman. And stands just beyond the Calumet 40-yard line. Helmanen in the shadow of his own end zone, ready to boot it away. It was Westwood can get a little pressure to him. Snap is away, and Helmanen does get it off. A high arcing punt, not a lot of hang time. Took a quick arch and then came right back down, and Andy Helmanen will down it. So I tell you, not a bad punt from where he was. His yeah. heels are almost outside of his own end zone. Punt is down at the 32, so that's where Westwood takes over first and 10. 2.36 left to go in the fourth quarter. Westwood trails 14-0, no timeouts. And they come out in the shotgun. Nobody out wide. Delangelo with Iran a step to his right. Delangelo takes a snap, handoff, Pullman, end around again. Pullman cuts up the middle, and he's brought down near the 30. Gain of about two, Gary Eppy plus Helmanen make the stop for Calumet. Two weeks from tonight, it'll be homecoming. Manistique will be in town. Emeralds moved to one and one, winning their first home game in seven years last week. They beat Gwynn 28 to eight. High formation. One out wide in the play. Delangelo working under center with two tight ends, takes a snap, dropping back to pass, looking left, he fires a deep ball that way, and it's incomplete. Just out of reach of Anderson, his intended target. Just let him a little outside, but not a bad pass. Minute 53 to play, it brings up third down at eight. Mason Mariuzza. Into the ball game now at tight end. Replaces Alderton. Delangelo sets up the offense. Three tight ends on the play. Bowman in motion. Left to right. Takes the handoff. And he does get it to him. Instead, he has enough for the first down. He sold the fake well. And Pullman is knocked down at the 20-yard line. 
Minute 45 to play regulation time, and it's 14-0 Calumet, but Westwood on the move. Will it be enough? Shotgun. Delangelo. Man in motion. Takes the snap. Gives it to Pullman again. Pullman trying to cut up field, and he's dragged down for a gain of about two. Gary Eppie in there on the stop along with Nelson. Brings up second and eight. Ball at the 18. Westwood quickly back to the line of scrimmage. Minute 16 to play. Clock rolling. And Delangelo spikes it. Takes the hit on the down marker to save time. Brings up third and eight. A mid-11 to play regulation time. No Westwood timeouts remaining. Trailing 14-0. Delangelo quickly brings in the play call from the sideline. Pullman the end lines up to the far side of the field. Anderson, a tight end, along with Uren, there on the near side. Takes a snap, fakes the end around, drops back to pass, steps up, fires left side, caught Pullman. Pullman inside the 10, down near the 5. Oh, but he stayed in bounds. He was tackled in bounds. Clock will stop briefly while they move the chains. It'll be first and goal at the 5. Larson made the tackle for Calumet. Clock starts up again. One minute mark, regulation time, and Delangelo spikes it. Westwood once again knocking on the door. 58 seconds to play, regulation time. Well, you know, Coach, Sergio doesn't want to come out of this shutout. See if they can punch one in, then you're going to need an onside kick and a big play. Shotgun Delangelo, Garrett Mann has stepped to his left. Mann in motion, that's Pullman. Gives it to him, Pullman to the end zone, touchdown. A five-yard touchdown scamper for Chad Pullman. And Westwood is on the board with 55 seconds to play, but Chad Pullman's not getting up. Down in the corner of the end zone. A teammate over there trying to tend to him. But Pullman's still slow getting up, and Scott Sergelin, the official's ear on his way to check on Pullman. Wondering why that wasn't a penalty. So a five-yard touchdown run, that caps a 32-yard scoring drive. But Chad Pullman, who scores that touchdown, still down in the back of the end zone. And don't forget, coming up after the conclusion of our game, as Pullman has helped to his feet and helped to the sideline, we'll look at the out-of-town scoreboard, get you caught up on the statistics, the scoring summary, and we will talk with Coach Sergela. All that more coming up once we go final. 55 seconds left regulation, 14-6. Westwood with a PAT try pending. Delangelo gets a play call in from Scott Sergela. 
They weren't sure if they had someone in for Pullman right there. It's Mason Mariuzza filling his spot. Pistol formation. Delangelo takes a snap and the play's blown dead. Let's see. Uh, somebody moved up front. So Westwood backed up on the full start penalty. Try this conversion attempt once again. 14-6 again inside a minute to play. Regulation Westwood trailing. Pistol formation. Delangelo. Man in motion. Mariuzza right to left. Delangelo. Takes a snap, rolls to his left, steps up, easy throw, and it's caught. Wasn't his intended target, but it is caught by Garrett Mann. It looked like he was going for Mariuzza and overthrew him. He was in as he threw, but Mann was able to make the catch in the back of the end zone. So the conversion is good, and Westwood is within 14-8 with 55 seconds to go. And here we go, Dave. Going to have to convert this onside kick. No timeouts left. Powerless to stop the clock. By the way, a couple other scores to update you on. End of three, Iron Mountain over Houghton, 36-0. Fourth quarter, Lake Linden Hubble leading Gwynn, 30-16. Now if you're Calumet, you can get your hands team out there on the field. Most exciting play in football, Dave, as they like to say, the onside kick. Westwood's got to convert to keep their hopes in this one alive. Stephen Kangas will be the kicker on this occasion. Seen a few different guys take on that role for Westwood. Michael Buzino. Had been kicking off. Genghis has the ball teed up the way he likes it. 14-8 Calumet leading. Westwood without a timeout. 55 seconds left in regulation. Onside kick attempt here. Kangas approaches. Sends a low-line drive end over end. Bounced off a Calumet player, but I think they're back on it. Officials will sort it out from the bottom of the pile. Not a lot of movement on that kick, and it is Calumet football. So the onside kick attempt fails. Copper Kings take over at their own 49. Westwood powerless to stop the clock with 55 seconds to go in regulation. Nice little victory formation here, and that was uh, another close contest between these two teams. Their, their third scored by, uh, decided by a touchdown or less. Patriots lost to Calumet by six last year in the first round of the playoffs by two when they met almost a year ago to the date. And Locust just takes a knee. One more of those and that should do it. Calumet is going to win this game 14-8. They will start 2019 3-0. I tell you what, Dave, a big step forward for this Westwood program as compared to what happened at Iron Mountain last week. Yeah, most certainly, especially on the defensive side. 
Calumet put up 30 against Nagani, 47 on Go Gimmick. Patriots hold them to 14 tonight. That should do it. Locust takes the final knee. Players on the field exchanging handshakes before they get into the official line. And the vital seconds in this one are going to tick away. Calumet winners 14-8 this evening as the Patriots drop their second straight and move to 1-2 and two on the year. Let's take a time now. Post-game show starts now. We will take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, scoring summary, statistical recap, and a visit with Coach Sergio all coming up here in the post-game show on ESPN-UP. At Embers Credit Union, we believe in the UP, so we're helping everyone take their outdoor adventures to the next level. Now's the time to get a great loan rate on an ATV, side-by-side, snowmobile, or camper. Come talk with an Embers Credit Union loan officer in Marquette, Nagani, Munising, or Trinary. We're here to deliver solid financial advice. Check us out online at embers.org. Member NCUA and Equal Housing Lender. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up. Make sure you're following ESPN-UP on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with all things UP sports. Don't get left out of the conversation either. Let your voice be heard on anything from high school sports to college and the pros. You'll get access to -to up-to-the-minute news and opinion from the ESPN community. On the air, on the web, and on Facebook and Twitter. It's everything you need for sports. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Well, we welcome you back to Westwood High School. Tanner Hoops, Dave Bowes on the call. Glad that you're with us here on ESPN-UP. Westwood falling to Calumet tonight by a score of 14-8. to We'll tell you how it happened. A defensive battle from the get-go. Westwood's first offensive play, they fumbled the football away. Calumet, after a long drive, which was ended in the red zone, they got it at their own, uh, excuse me, at the Westwood 29-yard line, but Westwood's defense came up with another stop. However, Patriots would essentially lead uh, to a Calumet score late in the first half with a snap that went over the head of the punter, Eric Anderson. He picked it up on one bounce. He booted it away, but it was blocked at the line of scrimmage, and it squirted to the 20-yard line where Calumet took it over. They would go on to score a 20-yard touchdown drive set up by that play. It ended with a 10-yard touchdown pass from Scott Locus to Dean Locus. Conversion was good, and Calumet led 8 nothing at halftime. Then, with a minute 29 to go in the third quarter, on fourth down and five, Locus with a long bomb, 35 yards to Nick Jerf, and he had a snow cone catch it, but he did, and that put Calumet up 14 nothing. Westwood answered, however. They came down within a yard of their first score of the game with about six minutes to play, but were stopped on fourth and goal from inside the one, were able to get the football back, and Chad Pullman capped a 32-yard scoring drive with a five-yard touchdown scamper. That came with 55 seconds to play in the game. The conversion was good, and Westwood's onside kick attempt with 55 seconds to go came up just short. Good effort tonight. I tell you what, Dave couple of plays that went Calumet's way. We never saw the big play for Westwood. We knew we'd probably have to get one to win tonight. Calumet got the big play, really two of them, with the special teams blunder that set up the touchdown, and then the long touchdown throw on fourth down that proved to be the winner in this game. It's just a couple of plays that decided this one, but Patriots go toe-to-toe with a really good Copper Kings team. Yeah, and coming off of that 
I don't know, debacle up in Iron Mountain. I don't know how you'd say it another way. It was a rough time for us up, but, you, you know, it's kind of one where you want to take that tape and just throw it away. Uh, you want to take the film for that one and just get rid of it. But uh, the defense really responded tonight, and uh, it doesn't get any easier uh, looking down the road here for the Patriots. But uh, you got to be uh, you got to be uh, looking at some of the positives from from this game here tonight. And I thought they did a great job on defense. And uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll see if we can build from there. A few other scores to update you on from around the UP. Lakeland and Hubble has opened up a 38-16 lead over Gwynn. Meanwhile, Iron Mountain winners over Houghton tonight by a score of 39 to nothing. We'll keep looking at scores from around the area as we get them this evening. I tell you what, it, 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 like you mentioned, Dave, every game between these two has been a good one so far. Third all-time meeting, we had two of them last year, losing by two in week three, losing by six in the first round of the playoffs, and falling again by six so far tonight. So Westwood right there with a program like Calumet, just not able to get over the hump yet. Yeah, I mean, like we said, it's uh, three three matches against these two teams. And I, I thought last year those were the two best games, two of the best games played in the UP um, in terms of, uh, you know, two evenly matched teams and two teams going toe-to-toe. And we saw that again here tonight. I mean, there was very... Very few mistakes uh, here tonight. There wasn't that many penalties compared to what we'd seen in the first couple of weeks here. Um, kind of mistake-free ball, but, um, you know, the Calumet Copper Kings came out on top, and you got to give Coach Crows and his program credit for uh, the, those kids and the job they did here tonight. It is total domination for Menominee over Gladstone, 42 nothing that game late in the fourth quarter. At last update, Marquette had a 16-0 lead that game at halftime. They are up north taking on the Sioux this evening. As we continue to look around the out-of-town scoreboard, Westwood falling tonight 14-0 on the home field at Ishpeming next week and then home two weeks from tonight for homecoming with Manistique. Let's take another time out. More in the post-game show after this on ESPN-UP. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color match finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Make sure you're following ESPN-UP on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with all things UP sports. Don't get left out of the conversation either. Let your voice be heard on anything from high school sports to college and the pros. You'll get access to -to up-to-the-minute news and opinion from the ESPN community. On the air, on the web, and on Facebook and Twitter. It's everything you need for sports. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. 
Welcome back, Tanner Hoops, Dave Bowes, and Thomas Dunstan, the crew for this evening. Glad to have you along here on ESPN-UP. Once again, the final score, Westwood falling to Calumet by a score of 14-8 to as we await for Scott Sergela making his way over here. Once again, our next broadcast of Patriot Athletics will be a week from tonight on the road against Ishpeming and then back home two weeks from tonight when Manistique is in town for homecoming, joined by Coach Now. Well, Coach, I tell you what, I know it came out on the wrong end, what have you, but a much better effort for you guys than as compared to last week. <coughs> yeah, you can't fault the effort. Um, uh, you know, there was a couple of, <laughs> you know, the catch in the end zone was one heck of a catch. Um, I guess we thought, obviously, you know, being the opposing team that we... Didn't think it was a catch, but, you know, ref made the call, and that's what it is. Well, Coach, I tell you what, a heck of a defensive effort for your guys this evening. I mean, you saw what you were addressing in practice come to fruition on the field and went toe-to-toe against one of the better teams in the area. Very proud of our defensive effort tonight, Um, especially in the second half, to be honest with you. You know, I thought we would have been easy for our kids to hang the head, you know, a younger team, I guess, a green team, and... Um, you know, maybe we grew up a little bit tonight uh, on that respect. Our defense played good. We had our backs against the wall constantly, it seemed like. Um, you know, and that's, that makes it tough. You can only hold a team out like Calumet for so long. And, um, you know, they made a couple of, couple of big plays, and, and uh, the result is not in our favor. Offensively, you made some adjustments at halftime. Had a really good second half with the offensive side of the ball. What did you do at halftime? Um, you know, <laughs> we got to, you know, I talked to him about eliminating the mistakes. Um, and th- th- that beat us tonight. And uh, part of that is experience. Um, you know, just being, you know, maybe older, or, you know, or younger and you figure it, you're trying to figure it out. And we just, we, we just made too many mistakes. And I, I thought we shot ourselves in the foot too many times, the block in the back, the snap over the head. Um Man, it, uh, <laughs> we can't do that, you know, and, and I don't know why we do that. Um, we got great kids, you know, and they're disciplined kids. They get good grades, and you know, but uh, we got to just continue to work and continue to try to get better. And, you know, our, half- our halftime adjustment basically was, um, you know, trying to get Pullman the ball a little bit more, um, trying to open it up, trying to pass a little bit more. We were able to do some of those things. Um, it, uh, you know, but hey, hats off to Calumet. That was a heck of a game, and they just made a couple more plays than we did. I appreciate the time as always, Coach. Thanks again for stopping up. All right. Scott Sergela, head football coach at Westwood. His team falling tonight 14-8 against Calumet. Calumet now 3-0. and Westwood dropping to 1-2 and on the road next week against Ishpeming. Back home two weeks from the night to take on the Manistique Emeralds for homecoming. A couple other scores to update you on. Gwynn now within 38-24. They are at home tonight against Lakeland and Hubble. That game is in the fourth quarter. I tell you what, that should do it for our broadcast. I appreciate you tuning in and hope you enjoyed the broadcast as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. We are back on for the coaches show tomorrow here on ESPN-UP 9 a.m. Hope to have you with us as we reveal the week three Superior Family Chiropractic and Wellness Player of the Week. For Dave Bowes, Thomas Dunstan, my name is Tanner Hoops, signing off from Westwood High Score. Once again, the final score, Calumet 14, Westwood 8. Have a great rest of your weekend.
From all of us at ESPN-UP, thanks for tuning in to Westwood Patriots football. Now we return to regularly scheduled programming.